0: Before we begin, I want to say thank you with all of my heart. Last week I asked for your help in continuing this podcast, particularly without ads. To everyone who responded so generously to my request, I am deeply grateful. Your donations, your messages of support and help with supporting the podcast, truly humbling, truly inspiring. Each of you makes such a difference in continuing this podcast, that your donation is invaluable. Thank you. If you haven't pitched in yet, just 2 or $3 a month would go a really long way. And this is the last time this month that I will be mentioning this, as again, I'm trying to keep this ad free. But if you would head to com, look for the white coffee cup with a heart in the center. Your help will keep this podcast ad-free and enable it to continue as it has each week. Thank you. Now, on with it. Years ago, as a waiter in a restaurant, I had a large table of about 12 people. They were one of the most difficult tables I have ever waited on in my 15 years when I was waiting. Rude, demanding, inconsiderate, just everything you would never want to deal with for two hours. Once they left the restaurant, one of them actually came back to apologize to the owner. I'm really sorry about how everyone behaved. Uh, I, I know it got a bit out of hand. The owner just kept his composure and just looked at him and replied with one simple sentence that I've always remembered since. He said, it's the company you keep. (sighs) It's the company you keep. So short, so powerful. I've never forgotten that. It's the company you keep. He just kind of stood there As the word sunk in, it was as if he had never thought about it, never crossed his mind, and joined me in never hearing those words before. It's true that we really can't control other people and their choices or behaviors, but we can choose who we sit at the table with, who impacts us, who influences us, whose emotional space we frequent. Now we may not fixate on this, but the people around us can have a major influence on our behavior and how we see life. Whether it's parents or it's friends, it's coworkers or neighbors, everyone who is part of our circle can have an impact on how we live, some more than others. But if the people in our circle don't bring out the best in us, it could be time to look beyond what you consider your circle. After all, our circle is more than just about who certain people are. It's also about their perspectives, their ideologies, their beliefs that can actually shape us individually. So the question to ask yourself is if you were to sit down and draw a circle who is in your circle? Or, better yet, whose circle are you in? And if we open this box just a bit further, why does the circle matter? Well, let's find out. I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in 3, 2, 1. Harry Styles. No, Harry is not in my circle, nor am I in his, though it would be kind of cool to hang out with him over a meal or something. But this past Friday, Apple Music released my cover of Harry's song Matilda. Apple had reached out and asked if I would record a cover of a song that had special meaning to me about emotional and mental health. And without a moment's hesitation, his song Matilda came to mind. The song is about a girl who has been hurt so much that it feels normal to her. There's a line in the song that actually says, nothing about the way you were treated ever seemed especially alarming until now. So you tie up your hair and you smile like it's no big deal. But he goes on to encourage her in letting certain people go. The ones that never really invested in her emotionally. The ones that aren't necessarily in her circle at all. They've just been around long enough that it seems like, I don't know, they fit. Does that sound familiar, by chance? I'm going to say that again, as it's really important. In your circle, are there people that aren't necessarily in your circle at all. They've just been around so long that it seems like, well, I don't know, they've just always been there. Maybe it's time to clear the air and make room for some new energy. The circle of people we surround ourselves with can make or break our spirit. Whether pessimists or optimists, they can be the wind pushing the sails of our ship. It just depends on which direction those winds are being pushed. When we're able to find people who give us life, it helps make the world just a little bit brighter and suddenly those difficult moments, they don't seem so difficult, but on the flip side, some people try their best to take away our sparkle just by trying to bring us down through jealousy or judgmental comments, such toxic company can really put a damper on our outlook. Deciding to reshape your circle. Obviously it's no easy task. I understand that. Especially if you're generally not one to rock the boat, so to speak. Accepting the end of relationships can be difficult, but it's important to recognize what's healthy, what's not. So the first takeaway I want you to hear from this episode is this. If someone has never really emotionally invested in you before, then they're likely not worth keeping around. Is that harsh? Yes, it is. That is a harsh word, but I want you to think about it. If someone has never really emotionally invested in you before, then they're likely not worth keeping around. Now, relationships are complicated, and sometimes it can be difficult to tell if someone is emotionally invested in you or if they're just taking up space. Now, there are tell signs that point to whether or not someone truly cares about you. Do they take the time to listen when you're speaking? Do they remember things you've said even days later? Are they prone to talking with their actions rather than words? The answer is no, then this person may not be worth investing your emotional energy into, and if this is the case, set the boundary of how much emotional investment you are going to allow, or just let them go completely and find someone else who returns your affections and really understands what's important. Think about it this way. If you give all of yourself and the other person has yet to return even a sliver of an emotional investment in you, are they worth keeping around? Life, life is just too short. It's too short to be holding one-sided conversations and just hoping for reciprocity. There are plenty of people in the world who will be happy to have you in their lives. So why waste your time with people who do not understand that a relationship cannot work unless both people care, are you ready, about each other. Emotionally, at the core, is that person worth keeping? Now, the second takeaway is this, and I bring this up because a number of you have actually written me about this. What if it's someone that's in my family, right? That's got to be different, right? There's nothing more toxic than a bad relationship. And unfortunately, sometimes those relationships may be a family member. It can be extremely difficult to let go of someone who is supposed to be close to you. But it's important to remember that regardless of the person, you deserve to be treated with respect with kindness. If someone in your family is constantly making you feel bad, making you anxious, elevating the environment of just stress, it might be time to create some distance or as harsh as this may sound, let them go completely. So here are a few tips on how to do just that. First things first, create the space. Creating the distance both physically and emotionally between yourself and someone else, yes, it can seem daunting, and it is, but it's a must in protecting your mental and emotional health. You don't have to go out of your way to avoid the person. If they're around, try to politely keep a distance if possible and limit or don't engage in conversation. Instead of listening to what they have to say, focus on the positives in your life, what you're doing, what you're putting your hands towards. They don't need to know your thoughts or get a reaction from you. Save those for the people who actually matter. Set boundaries, firm boundaries, so you won't let this person get under your skin. Remind yourself, this person has no authority, as much as they would like to think they do. They have no authority in influencing how you feel. This person has no control over your emotions. The only power they have is the power of suggestion. it's up to you to choose whether or not to accept their opinion and any resulting emotion as valid or Take a different, more positive path. Your emotions are yours, and they're yours alone. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Next, what happens if you're in a corner and you're on the spot to respond? Then what happens? In certain conversations, it's not always necessary to engage with every single opinion. Did you hear that? Keep that in mind. It's not always necessary to engage with every single opinion. In order to gracefully bow out and maintain a polite demeanor while doing so, try saying something like this. "Hmm, It's interesting that you think that, but I'm gonna take a pass on this one. (laughs) Did you hear that? It's interesting that you think that, But I'm going to take a pass on this one. Don't engage or limit the engagement, but don't give them an open door to get a reaction. This way you can let them know that you are respectfully declining to enter into the conversation without compromising being civil. Or if you would prefer, perhaps, you know, I don't mean to rain on the parade, but I think I need to call it a day on this. It's an easy way to opt out of a very uncomfortable conversation. It's lighthearted, it's to the point, and there's really no rebuttal. I don't mean to rain on the parade, but I think I need to call it a day on this. Instead of getting into details, just state that the conversation makes you feel uncomfortable. Allow them to take it as they will. If they give you pushback and continue with the discussion, then it's time to consider if further dialogue would actually be productive or not so before going into lengthy details consider if the other person has a pattern of being dismissive or argumentative towards your feelings And if you want to get your point across effectively first and foremost you need to maintain your composure forget about getting flustered or getting upset. The key is to let your tone do the talking without getting carried away. It's not easy, right? But a confident, calm posture and demeanor can go a long way in making sure that your message is heard clear as bell. So don't be afraid to be a little creative with your delivery. Compose yourself. Keep cool. Deliver your points assertively while allowing your voice to carry the most weight and making sure that those on the other end understand exactly what you're trying to say. Now, some of you are probably saying at this point, isn't it better just to keep quiet and just deal with it? This is such a fuss. Well, the end of day narrative, quote unquote, behind this is why you're doing this. It's important to keep in mind that you're doing this for yourself. Ask yourself, is this person toxic? Are they worth your time? Are they worth your energy? Be honest and asking yourself. The point is to surround yourself with people who bring out the best in you, to help you reach your goals, your aspirations, to the people that just simply make you feel good. Your self-esteem and confidence begins with surroundings that lift you up. Did you hear that? Your self-esteem and confidence begins with surroundings that lift you up. It's up to you to choose wisely the people that you let into your life and who you allow to have an impact on your everyday. So be choosy. Be choosy about the company you keep. Because in the end, they will speak volumes about you. So ask yourself, does this person make me feel peace? Does this person make me feel happiness? Do they make me feel love? Above all, remember that circles are meant to be enjoyed, not tolerated. Find your tribe and breathe easy knowing that a healthy and happy you is right where you belong, at the center of your circle. To find more episodes of Comet Down, or to see concert dates where I may be performing in your area, or to simply know where to send some chocolate chip cookies, visit cometdownpodcast.com. This podcast was produced by yours truly, Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. Now something my attorney would like for me to say, the views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and not intended to, nor should they, serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation, provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you, and you should act only upon the advice of this physician. Now, what I would like to say, I'm an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or a physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs and I simply want to offer this and future podcast episodes to aid those needs. To find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit commentdownpodcast.com. And then finally, to help keep this podcast continuing each week and without ads, would you please consider pitching in two or $3 a month? Your two or $3 a month will go a long way in supporting the time the additional people and content that you hear each week. If you would, please visit cometdownpodcast.com. Look for the white coffee cup with a cute little red heart in the center. Or you can scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page to find a QR code that will take you there directly. Again, just 2 or $3 a month would be amazing. Thank you. I'm Chad Lawson. And until next time, be kind to your mind. And join me next week as we calm it down.